You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 90. Have you been thinking about creating video ads for your brand? Today's guest shares her secret to stopping the scroll and how you can increase your revenue in just three seconds. I know you'll get the video bug after this conversation. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Hi, Maria. Thank you for having me. I was just taking a look at your website and I noticed that a lot of the services that you offer are exactly the ones that a creative business owner tends to struggle with. How did you find your focus on this niche? I have been working in the design field for over 15 years. And I've had a lot of different jobs and I've worked in a lot of different industries. And it probably wasn't until about six years ago when I kind of stumbled into paid advertising. I really just kind of fell in love with it. It was something that was super interesting to me. It was very, very creative. It definitely gets your mind thinking on how to actually get people to click on your website and how to click on the ads that you're creating. And honestly, it was kind of like a little game to me playing it where I would put this piece of creative out and I would see how many click-throughs I could get. And then essentially I would want to make another piece of creative that I could get more clicks on. I just really enjoyed it and it was something very different. And a lot of business owners actually do struggle with this because it's really hard to get your brand out there and really hard to kind of focus on things. And so for the past six years of doing this, it's just been something that I've been learning and growing in and just find it really, really fun. Well, with that in mind, how does that work in terms of like, say you're just starting out and your brand is very new. Does it seem like a better option to grow your brand through SEO or can you just jump into paid ads to kind of expose your audience to your brand? I think it kind of depends on the budget, to be honest. I mean, a lot of times small businesses, they don't have these crazy large budgets where they can hop right into paid advertising and really get you know some traction behind it. So I feel like for small brands, really trying to push their website and really pushing their social media, actually getting out there, getting people to ha- be engaged with their social content and really just getting them to understand what they're actually selling and what their brand actually is, I think is something that a lot of business owners kind of miss out at at the beginning because they think, okay, well, I have to jump right into paid advertising. But organically, you could grow your brand just as easily. And then as you kind of start to build that engagement through organic social, then you could definitely switch your budget over and move part of your budget over into paid advertising. Well, that makes so much sense. Can you explain the types of services that you offer and which ones a product-based business should start with? Right now, I I focus mostly on creative strategy and creative design. So they are two separate things where I do work with some clients on a monthly basis where really I just kind of help them figure out what their strategy is for the creatives that they make. So what 
whether that's copy that they're trying to work on, or it's the actual visual element that they're trying to really hone in on for their brand, and really just helping them focus on like, okay, what is my brand? How can I get it out there? What are the benefits? What are the features? Just really trying to help them kind of visually tell that story and visually kind of get those points across to their audience. So it's super, super clear. So that's one part of my business that I offer. And then the other part of the business that I offer is really just jumping in and doing the design forum. So like I said, I've been doing this for a while now. And I've worked with a lot of large brands. And on some of the higher end brands, they already have that sort of messaging kind of dialed in. And so really what I do is I focus on coming up with new angles and new concepts for their creative to really help them push either their paid advertising or really helping them kind of create visuals that drive the click through to their website to purchase. Well, that sounds absolutely helpful. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it is both sad and frustrating when a small business owner creates a beautiful art or, or even somebody that has a service and they create a, a product or they have a great talent and they want to share it with the world, but they tend to just create and then move on. So I love that your business helps people to say, you know, there's the next step that you need to take and you help with all of the difficult things that really don't come easy to a lot of people, especially if you're just producing a product. It's so hard to do the other part of it, which is promoting it and selling it. Exactly. And it is hard. As a business owner too, you're also so extremely close to your brand and you're so close to the creative pieces that you're making. So sometimes it's hard to kind of step out of yourself and out of the business to really help kind of explain to people what exactly it is that you're selling or what exactly it is that you're making. And so me coming in as kind of like a third party, I can look at it from a totally different angle and say like, okay, well, what about this? Or what about this? And just give the business owner just more ideas to try to help really push their their ideas or their products out there. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Working in the digital space and working in paid advertising, there's so much content out there that we are fed constantly on a daily basis through Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And there's just so much coming at us. And so a lot of times brands kind of get lost in that shuffle and people just don't really have the attention span to really focus on something that like when you think about it, if you're looking at your phone, for instance, and you're scrolling through your Instagram feed or Facebook or whatever you're scrolling through, you have a tendency to just scroll right past so many things. And the biggest part of my job is that I have to grab your attention within the first second. So I need you to actually stop, look at this product that I'm trying to basically put out in front of you and have you at least engage enough to click through to figure out what this product is. So driving the click through, driving the revenue. I mean, basically my job is to get people to stop as quickly as possible to go and focus on your product. So I really like to drive that home because a lot of the brands I've worked with, I've really helped them to scale their product. I really helped them to scale their revenue and really help to increase their sales just from this motto. Like I always like to call it basically getting people to stop at zero second (laughs) because really like there's so much that you absorb on a daily basis that 
you need to get them to click as quickly as possible. Right. Well, I wonder how much of that is targeting the right people too. Ages ago when I had run an ad, I thought, I don't, I really don't know. Like, I, am I targeting the right person? And so I wonder if a lot of your results really do come from targeting the right audience, which I'm sure is another aspect of what you do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, that's a lot of too, like with the strategy side of things, as you're starting to build your creative, as you're starting to build your audiences, there's a lot of testing that initially we do at the beginning because yes, that is 100% what you have to do. If you don't know your audience, then basically you're serving your ads to people who don't really care. So a lot of that is just really doing creative testing, really doing audience testing. It all goes hand in hand together for sure. Well, can you give us a few tips on how to identify your hook? Yeah. So again, that's also very, like, that's something that I always try to really focus on is what is going to get people to click. I think the biggest thing for brands to do is they need to sit down one day and they really need to figure out how does my product or how, you know, does the thing I create really benefit someone's life? And it sounds so silly to say that, but really that's, that's what people are looking for. They're looking to purchase these products because at some point it's going to add some sort of value to your life, whether it's skincare or vitamins or supplements, or even a piece of art that they're going to hang in their house. It's how is this going to benefit my life basically? And a lot of times I think that brand owners, because they're so involved, they kind of mix their features and their benefits and they think that they're the same thing. And really, they're two completely different things. So the features are definitely the features of the product. So what is it made of? What ingredients are in it? Those sort of things are features. Whereas the benefits are, again, how does this value my life? How is this going to make me better? How is this going to make my house look better? These are all the things that you kind of need to separate. And as you kind of start to do these sort of, I guess, challenges of figuring these out for your brand, it's very easy to come up with kind of these quick hooks of basically taking the content that you're thinking about and really adding that into a three-second hook at the beginning of your ad. So whether it's showing a benefit right within the first second or showing the best feature of your product within that first three seconds, I think those are things that really, really help to drive the hook of your creative because you want to get someone to stop within that first three seconds. And I think if you get those things kind of dialed in first, it's really easy to kind of come up with those three second starter pieces. Do you think that features or benefits, like which one do you feel? has more maybe value or importance. To me, I feel like a benefit tends to sell me a lot better than, (laughs) than, I mean, I love if something's organic or all natural. I do love that. Does it seem like that's the case that benefits outweigh the features sometimes? Yeah. Again, I think it kind of depends on the product. Obviously, skincare, I think is a big push for benefits because a lot of times it's like can prevent wrinkles or helps to reduce cellulite. Like those are all things that I think, especially for women, that's something that you look for. But again, it it really depends on the product. If you have this, let's just say this like amazing coffee pot or something where the coffee pot, you don't even have to put it on a little stand to heat up. It just heats up automatically. Like that's a feature that you're like, oh, it's really quick and fast and easy. Mm -hmm. You know, you would show that first. So again, I think it sort of depends on the product, but mostly benefits definitely outweigh the features for sure. Well, as far as video, what 
advice do you have for gathering the best content? Or if like, say you're going to produce some content for us, what items or what things do you need your client to come up with or to to present to you in order for you to be able to come up with the best video content possible? Yeah. So video is, I feel something that a lot of business owners get really nervous about too. They really think that they need to have these really high budget, high production sort of video shoots. And a lot of times, like when you're first starting out, you don't have that sort of budget again. So you have to really kind of get down in the weeds of how can I make the best sort of content without spending a ton of money. And I think the great thing of our cell phones, (laughs) you can actually create really great content just from your cell phone. I have actually created a ton of ads just shooting the content on my cell phone, whether it be a UGC video. So user generated content where it's people talking about the product, or they're giving a testimonial about the product, or they're, you know, really just kind of explaining those features and benefits, but kind of showing having that human interaction, there's a lot that you can do with just your cell phone. And I think the biggest thing, again, is always show the product within the first three seconds. That's the biggest thing I could, you know, really recommend to people if you are shooting video is to just get that product right in their face as quickly as possible. And then again, just kind of organically show the features and the benefits, talk about the product, get that human interaction in there. Don't really need a ton of things in order to make a great ad. I don't want you to panic about this amazing offer coming to an end, but I really felt called to share this with you. Flowdesk is offering a $19 per month lock-in price until November 2nd. Just in case you're wondering, Flowdesk is the most amazing email marketing platform ever. They have gorgeous templates that are super easy to use with features like unlimited emails, forms, and workflow automation. Staying in touch with your customers has never been easier. Just having unlimited emails and subscribers for the low price of $19 a month is a bargain. They even have Flowdesk University to help answer any of your questions, and their customer service is pretty incredible too. Do me a favor and just look at the platform. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Transferring my old list to this platform was a breeze. Be sure to check the show notes to get a special 50% off link while you still can. Now back to the show. And with the ads that you're um, putting out into the world, are they mostly Facebook ads or are you using Instagram Reels or what do you think is the best avenue or does it maybe depend on the market? Yeah, it always depends on the product. I work mostly in Facebook and Instagram. I do have some clients that run ads on Snapchat and TikTok and Pinterest. It really kind of depends on who your audience is, the age demographic. There's so many things that kind of go into figuring out your brand, figuring out the product and figuring out your audience that each part of or each platform that you use is is so different. I mean, most people are on Facebook and Instagram. So heavily, that's where I focus most of my attention because there are so many people on those platforms. Snapchat is another area area where people are kind of starting to diversify their platform because Facebook and Instagram is so saturated with ads that a lot of people are moving to this Snapchat, Pinterest, TikTok, 
sort of angle where it's just getting the, their product into to new people's feeds, basically. I find it so interesting that I do hear a lot of people complain about the ads on Facebook, but I don't think that I'm on enough to notice it as much. But when I do go on, I never feel like it's overwhelming. So I wonder if maybe the ads are just very well targeted to me where it doesn't <laughs> feel like a nuisance. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the algorithm must, or the stats behind the types of things that I like to see must be so well thought out that it doesn't feel like I'm being advertised to. Right. Yeah. So the audience is for sure, but the algorithm is very, very smart. And a lot of times too, if you interact with an ad, then the algorithm knows, okay, this is the sort of ad content that this person, they like to see. They'll kind of target more of those things towards you. But to be honest, the more ads you click on, the more ads you're going to see within your feed. So if you don't really interact with a lot of ads and you kind of scroll past them, you won't get targeted for as much because you're just not interacting with the um, ad creative. So a lot of times like Instagram or Facebook will know like, okay, well, we just won't show this person as many because they don't really interact with any of the ads prior. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I love what you were saying about the user generated content. That is something I will definitely always stop and watch because it feels so authentic. It doesn't seem like it was highly produced and like somebody had to twist your arm to say this. It almost feels like, oh, look, I got this box and I'm just showing you what I got in the box. It feels very real. I feel like those types of commercials, they do such a great job. I think that's why user-generated content does so well is because it looks very organic to your feed. And it looks like someone is just like one of your friends is just talking to you about the product that they got. And that is something that we always try to add into creatives because it looks the most authentic and people really do like hearing reviews. They really like hearing about the product. And I think that human element is always so great because most of the time you don't want to be sold to. I think that's why so many people do bypass some of the more highly produced ads because it looks like an ad and they just don't want to be sold to. And so that's why they scroll past it, where it's something that looks really native to the feed or, or very organic. You tend to stop and at least look at it because it doesn't look like an ad. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, which platform do you feel gives the best outcome when it comes to advertising or maybe buying ads? Yeah. I mean, definitely Facebook and Instagram is the best platform. It depends on the product. And a lot of times, I think TikTok is something that we've been highly kind of testing lately, but that seems to scale and skew more towards a younger demographic. Same with Snapchat, whereas Instagram and Facebook is such a broad, it's so broad that I think it's just easy to kind of target all age groups because it's there's just so many people on both platforms. <laughs> right. Yeah. It seems like they have such a huge customer base. Exactly. Well, and as as a creative, I can say that I understand the process of my craft from start to finish. But as far as content creation and sharing, that always becomes a little less organized in my mind. Can you share some tips on the flow of content creation? Like if someone's working with you, what things would you like for them to show up with so that you can create content for them? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is having the product 
really kind of nailing down all of those features and benefits so that it's it's very easy to talk about. And then, I, I mean, to be honest, I, I think those are the main things that I always look for because for me, I have to kind of piece together everything to make it so that it's really easy to sell. And so a lot of times, like if you kind of, if you come to me and say, okay, I need you to create this ad, but yet you have none of that information. It's really hard for me to kind of pull that out of you. Like while we're there, like I really need to understand what exactly it is that you're trying to sell these people. So it's easy for me to put that into a creative, if that makes sense. Well, on that note, do you have any tips for a small business owner that is just starting out and wanting to put themselves out there with ads and maybe even video? I would say don't stress too much about making those highly produced ad creatives. If you're just starting out, the main thing that I would say is really get strong photos first. I know everyone is very much into video and video sales, but I would say that nine times out of 10, a static image of your product actually does a lot better than a video creative only because you see the product so quickly and you can add in a really strong headline as a text overlay onto your creative and it really just shows the product. And so if you're interested in that product, you're going to click automatically. So I would say first off, I would definitely take the time to get really good product photos and sort of like a lifestyle image image with the product. And then I would kind of shift into video because video people, I think sometimes they get too excited about the video and then they have a tendency to talk a lot about these products. And then they end up having this like two minute video and it's just too much information and people don't want to listen to it. It's just, it, it kind of gets skewed where it's just not as engaging as a still image. So I would go first with static images and then move into video. Yeah, it does feel like you you would probably go overboard with the description of the product or what it is that you're doing. And maybe I think we're a little bit tricked too by the user-generated content. It almost seems like, oh, someone's just talking about something they received, but I'm guessing that they're actually somewhat scripted, but made to look very organic. Yeah, it depends. Like I said, there's some where some brands, they do have actually very, very good user-generated content where Mm -hmm. they either have asked questions to their customers and basically the customers have kind of answered the questions. So essentially, I guess it could be kind of scripted because they are asking those specific questions. But then you have some people who, yeah, like they do talk about the product. They're so excited about it. And they do have a tendency to do these very, very long videos. And so when I receive the content to make the ad, I essentially have to cut up this five minute video into a 15 second clip. So I have to basically pull out as much information as I can within 15 seconds. And a lot of times half of their video gets cut up anyway. (laughs) It seems like such an art to be able to create a really powerful video that is only 15 seconds long. Not everyone can do it. I will say, I mean, (laughs) it's it's hard sometimes to kind of make those, you know, really good pieces of creative. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I believe it. (laughs) Well, how can we connect with you? Uh, Yeah. So 
you can always reach me through my website, which is theloft325.com. And honestly, on Twitter, I'm I'm very heavy, you know, interacted on Twitter. There's a really good direct to consumer kind of people out there. And that one is at loft325. So super easy to kind of connect with me. But yeah, I mean, if you ever have any questions, I definitely think, you know, just go through my website. And I, I always make sure to get back to people. Perfect. Is there anything that you would want to add that maybe I forgot to ask? No, I mean, I just think start small and really figure out what your brand is. I think that's the biggest thing for <laughs> for new business owners, for sure. Yeah, well, and, and I find too that because there is a little time between starting and finding success or finding your momentum, a lot of people like to try too many different things or else they don't really define their niche. They almost feel like, well, I want to do a lot of different things, cast a really wide net, and then I don't feel like you're really talking to anybody. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and even for me too, it took me a really long time to figure out this sort of niche. And Mm -hmm. once you kind of figured it out, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're really good at it and you focus on it. And then you basically just increase the skill of your craft. Well, thank you, Lauren. I learned so much from this conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another talented CEO sharing her insight with the world. I loved Lauren's message on creating videos, especially user-generated content. It is by far the type of content that always stops me from scrolling. It can feel disheartening to develop a product or service and receive little to no traction. If you're looking to increase your sales, be sure to visit the show notes to connect with Lauren. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 